0: Radio International. Welcome to another edition of That's What She Said, the weekly show that presents an eclectic array of sound, thoughts, stories and people from around Cork City. Uh, my name is Emer and I'm with
1: Joe back in the studio tonight. Hi Emer. Hey, how's it going, girl? I've missed your face. It's good. It's <laughs> nice to have you back. Yes. Cool. We haven't done a show together since and before hi, Yeah. And hi to Kieran.
2: Hey there, you two. Nice to see you back in the same room for a change.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah We've been nice. passing ships in the night for a few weeks now. Mm. So. A little bit about tonight's fun and games. I'm quite liking my on-this-day trivia, show. so yeah. have a few more. Um,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. actually listened in last week, and I enjoyed all the trivia. It was okay. pretty cool. Cool, yeah.
0: <laughs> so a few more little uh, bits and pieces from that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, last week I was in London with my best friend because it was her birthday, and it was my birthday, was it yesterday, 22nd, was yesterday? Uh, no, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> <Monday>. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and so I have a few sound clips uh, put together for you to listen to. It, from everybody. London
0: Town. Yes, from
1: cool. London Town, definitely. Okay. And
0: uh, later on we have an interview with um, Cork singer-songwriter Leo Milan. So we recorded that over the weekend in a cave in Rocky Bay. Yeah. So going to uh, bring that to you. Uh, maybe the second part of the show, mm. and of course, an old smattering of uh, tunes as well.
1: Definitely, if you like Keep dancing. Up.
0: So we're gonna just start off with the track first. Joe, you want to introduce this one?
1: Yes. Um, the, the 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 name of the track is called Chaya Chaya. It is originally from a Bollywood movie. And it's by a very, you know, the guy who, you know, the song Jai Ho from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. So the person who did the music for Slumdog Millionaire is the music director for Chaya Chaya as well. And this track has also been used as the title track for the movie Inside Man. Cool. Let's have a listen.
3: Chill it, chill it, chill it, chill it, it,
0: Concert promotion presents Songwriters in the Round at On Spalping Phonics South Main Street, Cork. At this monthly event, three guest songwriters perform their songs in acoustic mode and share some stories and inspiration behind them. A unique and intimate music experience. For more information on the next Songwriters in the Round, visit www.facebook.com forward slash Songwriters in the Round.
1: Hey, so... Imer, did I forgot to tell you about the song. In the original video, in the movie, um, they're all dancing on a train. And mm-hmm. that song, the whole song is shot by, uh, with, with, a, with a dance crew of, I don't know, like 20, 25 people dancing on the train.
0: What's the... Fascination with Bollywood, is it just like ingrained in your genetics or something?
1: My own personal yeah. fascination? Yeah. Um, I did go through a phase where I loved all kinds of popular cheesy movies. But now thankfully there's there's movies that are being made that suit my kind of my my taste buds. Okay. Which would be a little more realistic. Okay, so, I, I, so this whole dancing on the train business is like crazy, but <laughs> but this the but this song takes me back to school days, okay. so and it always gets me dancing. Oh, Few nice whiskeys down, you play the song and I'm dancing all over the dance floor. I love this. We're song. We're
0: gonna have to do that sometimes. Oh, okay. Whiskeys in Bollywood.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so trivia time. Um, okay, so on this day in 1835, the slaves staged a rebellion in Brazil to end slavery, and apparently this. Um, I read, I read a little about it, and it's it was a very important one. The Male, I think that's how you say it, the Mali mm. revolt was instrumental in ending slavery in Brazil, which is a huge... Mad. Yeah, isn't 1835 it?
0: 1835 is quite early to end slavery. Yes. It was only kind of... Uh, yeah. It was in, at its peak yes. in uh, in the States at that time. Actually, I'm reading a really good book at the moment. Um, got it as a Christmas present from my friend. From my friend, sorry, summer friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, about uh, the the diary of Frederick Douglass. Okay. He's an American. Um, he was he was born as a slave, but became an incredible emancipator and educator on um, the abolition of slavery.
1: It was an, it's an incredible book.
0: Yeah. Another American one.
1: Yeah. The Gold Rush. The gold rush apparently be, was, or gold was discovered by James Wilson Marshall in 1848 um, at his partner Johann August Sutter's sawmill on the South Fork of the American River uh, near Coloma in California. And San Francisco, San, Francisco, San Fran, becomes a boom town. Gold rush started on this day. Yeah, in 1848. That's cool. <laughs> is it? Yeah. We're so obsessed with gold. Like gold is the one metal. It's in the stock exchange. In the bullion, I mean. it's is, it, is it what I don't. Know, is it is a bullion. Apparently, it's the best thing you can put your you can invest your invest money in. Invest in, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. Good solid gold. At the moment, currently, <laughs> I have a gold ring on. I have so many shares in gold. Like, <laughs> okay, so obviously. I have I have my gold. No, well, it's white gold, uh, which has now become gold because white gold is basically yellow gold with like white whatever on it. <laughs> and then I have that on me. And so I have. And I also have gold ear. Not sorry. And there's gold. all this blush gold and rose gold and all this. Yes, twenty four carat gold, twenty two oh carat God. gold, okay. and stuff like that. And um, the University of Calcutta was founded as the first full fledged university in South Asia. Go Calcutta, or Kolkata, as you call it. it. This happened in 1857. I think that's special. That is. That's really... Yeah. Like,
0: that's, what, 140 years ago. If there
1: was any city that I would recommend you, especially you, the kind of person you are, would be Calcutta. Mm. Even though I'm from Bombay, I think you should go to Calcutta. You'll love it.
0: I'll remember that. Okay. When I get to India. I'm definitely going. I'm definitely going. Yeah. Um, In 1920, the death of Percy French, the famous Anglo-Irish writer and songwriter, uh, occurred on this day in 1920. Yeah, he wrote loads of really old Irish folk songs. Um, I don't really know them.
1: <laughs> but then there was a mountains of mourn. I know that one. But I then, know that one. There was another funny title that. You oh yeah, read. he
0: had loads of hits such as uh, "I Fought a Fierce Hyena" and ah! "No More of Your Golfing for Me." Ah!
1: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the top, words are. That was top
0: of the hit parade in 1920, 1906 or something. Oh, I don't know. What on. that one was. Those,
1: those were the kinds of songs we were listening yeah. to. Imagine so, that's such songs today, and that the PETA would be. I need <laughs> Rihanna to come out with a song. I fought a fierce hyena.
0: I, mean, I would just buy it for the title. Are you listening, Rihanna? Yeah, do okay. It. <laughs> and uh, in on this day, in 1984, the Apple Mac. The revolutionary mm. Apple Macintosh personal computer yeah, went
1: on sale. The first one was, uh, yeah. apparently this week is when I think they unveiled it. And then the first one was sold today. And I think it was just called 1984. That okay. that model was just called
0: 1984. That's mad. I know. I, remember, <laughs> I actually remember like ads on TV for Do for you? For the I, in I, the 80s. I, yeah, no, yeah I, 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 I
1: do. And it's, yeah, it's crazy that in my lifetime, in our lifetime, it's the first one that came out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane.
0: And interesting birthday today. It's uh, the Roman Emperor, Emperor Hadrian's birthday, uh, born in 76 AD. Happy birthday, man. Hadrian the Gay. <laughs> as it's he funny was, that we're As um, he was known as.
2: Yeah. Another guy who was fond of walls.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Loved them. And, uh, yeah, he was, like, the first leader of Rome to make it clear that he was openly gay. And he got married. He That's ha- amazing. Mm-hmm. He took a wife. Well, they were pretty open. Um, yes, yeah. In terms of sexuality in the Roman yeah. Empire. but. yes. Uh, yeah, he took a wife and I think they had a child, but he had this lover that he was completely besotted with and had flings the whole way through his marriage. Um, or something his name was. Yeah. And he drowned, this poor guy, he drowned oh, in, in the River no. Nile in, uh, I think it was 135 AD. And um,
1: poor old Hadrian took it awfully so bad. Do you think, Do you think a historian named him or gave him that title? Hadrian the Gay. Um, like much later. I, I it wouldn't have been the, his title. I don't think at the it's time. official title. Okay, I think it has a nice. Look ring at to me, it. I'm just taking <laughs> this so seriously. I mean, it's
2: I one of these phenomena, though. Nice I mean, ring. if you've ever heard of um, T. E. Lawrence, yeah, you know, there's a lot written about him and his diaries and his activities, you know, as he was leading, you know, his section of the British Army when you look back and you know, the conquest of Aqaba and Jordan and all that where people look back and they go well look at this guy he was clearly gay wasn't he? <laughs> There's a very strong school of thought with a lot of scholars and historians to say that the guy was definitely gay. You mm. can see this pop up through history. Similar theories about Abraham Lincoln.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah I've heard about that one as well.
0: Well he was so distraught uh, when his lover died that he basically um, founded a city uh, named it after him. He put images of him up all over the city uh, all over the empire sorry and he um, he made him a god actually Aww. so you know that's a fair enough accolade oh. and his in terms of his own building legacy uh, the pantheon is and of course hadrian's wall are probably okay can't even um, get
2: my girlfriend a cat <laughs>
1: Jeez, it's not all about you today okay, it's about Hadrian
2: it is his birthday yeah.
0: happy birthday Hadrian <laughs> yes. um, so we're going to take another track right now uh, this is another one of Joe's picks can you tell me about this one Joe?
1: Wolf Mother is an Australian band I think they're from Sydney and um, the, their first album is called Wolf Mother and it, it uh, uh, it so happened that my first year in in Australia when I was studying way back in two thousand four two thousand five is when this song came out. So I love this song because it's a to- it was an awesome sound. Um, I'm not gonna say any more. You guys listen to it. It's brilliant. Tune. I freaking love that tune. It's like so, it's unlike me at all. And I just love it. I just love that <laughs> video as I'm well. I'm
0: rubbing off and you're finally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so very quickly. um So I was in London last week. So obviously, I was very much on sound collage mode. um And I got some really, I think I got some awesome sounds and bits. And I, I call it the Bits and Bobs from London. Cool. Yeah, let's, let's listen, listen to it. Yeah, yeah nice one. Smoking is not permitted on this service. Heathrow
4: Express customers should change at Heathrow terminals 2 and 3 for the next Heathrow Express service to London Paddington, departing shortly from Platform 2.
3: Definitely coming. I want them to know that like, they're definitely coming. I don't want to be told, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they come the other day and then they're saying you can't touch it. Or someone else come and they fixed it and then it didn't work. Because you know what they're like, yeah, I was going too far to go and get it cancelled. I'll call you when I get in there. Can you, I
1: can't see it because it's all white. Can't see the London Eye in our little selfie. <laughs> This is hilarious, this is very and now my hair is covering my face.
5: This is like only part, little yes. part of Burma, yeah, right? We only bring more food, yes. so that if people here can accept it, then we can bring more. Yes, yeah. That's correct. Right? Yeah, so we're we, we sort of afraid to bring a lot of them, then it will be overwhelming, then people don't know what to have. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the, like, yeah, a couple of this that you guys try, try so you know the trends of the taste, then we'll yeah. bring more. Okay. Perfect. So where where, where is south Shan State in Burma? It's north, uh, south, east, east. east, north east. Okay. Yeah. And then we we divided like Northern Shan State and Southern Shan State because it's the largest state. Yeah. Oh, is Okay. And then the, the taste is slightly different again. So. Okay. Yeah. And it's getting popular. So maybe you guys soon you go to have a plans maybe to go to visit Burma or something. Even when I definitely. It's very to go. In, and, yeah. yeah everywhere now. I so. really want to yes. go and then try that and let us know how's the difference. Okay. Ooh, yeah,
6: that's, that's yeah.
5: Sure. Okay. So. Again, two of these is ordered already. Uh, got are we doing two of this or are we doing one of that and one two of, some, of this? Two of this two one of this.
1: No, no, one of no? this. This one
5: is recommended two because... Two, them, yes. yeah, because Two? Is, okay, yeah. so we'll have two of two that. This and one tongyang. You said the popping chicken, isn't it? Yeah, there nice. two of them. One is shichimi, one is tongyang. Which is spicier. Chico. This one is spicy. Are you okay with spice? Yeah. Yes, so tongyang, please. Tonyan popping okay. chicken. Oh, Cheers. Right. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. All right, then... How oh, do you say you in Burmese? Is that the this name of the language? Hale. Wow, that's very long. No, it's, but is the, the, la- the name of the language? What's name of the language called? It's Burmese. It's called Burmese. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you want to say it, in Shan language it's, um, sorry. is um, Tsungka. Tsungka. Is it Shan language is very close to Thai language. Okay. Because they are kind of you know close, border. very close okay. Border. Okay. border. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm. they have their own language, their own uh, writings. How many languages? Do you Many, very many. We have 135 different people. Oh wow! And how many, on average, does one person speak? Uh, at least, at least two or three. Oh, okay. Because we have a national language is Burmese. Yeah. you from Shan, you speak Shan language. Okay. And then uh, you're probably gonna speak like English or Chinese because yeah. Okay. And then we get our own uh, dialect. Okay. Like I speak Mandarin and I have my own dialect. Okay. Oh, wow. And because That's I was born in state, day. So I yeah. Shan State, so I'm been a Shan is we want to have a national school in Burma, so we speak Burmese. Okay. Yeah, so at least we. So mm. some car. Ah, some ka. some ka. some car. Thank right. you. Okay. Okay. The main dish is all at one portion of Sit up, sit up, sit up, sit up. Why would you go in there to get shoes? It's
3: very expensive. Why do you want to go in there to get shoes? What is the matter with you? Why are you going in there to get shoes? My problem is you go in the services for what? Why do you think it's a good idea to
7: go to Selfridges? Oh you need to get shoes? But not Selfridges,
3: why do you go there? I know, I'm Oh, very good, well done. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. And you can work it also with the handle, just with the handle. Exactly. Very classy, this time. Are you looking for anything in particular?
5: Yeah, I'm just looking. <laughs>
1: 1940.
3: Sorry, 1940. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So, inside of it? Okay. Yes, it's in you maker fiber inside, so it's washable also. It comes with a pocket, you can
1: see, oh, with but a zip. How do you wash it? it? Hmm? How would you with
3: wash product, it? With uh, a product that oh. you. Yes, uh, okay. because normally, the, if you. If the, mm, sorry, if okay. the inside. Yeah, this one is cut or cut leather, you can see also, it's very soft. So, also, this one, if you scratch it a bit, you can just massage it. You want me to show you other
1: colors, maybe? Oh, It's the same price
3: as
1: that one? No, it's a bit more expensive. Oh, is no. that
3: 1970
5: mm-hmm. No, what I'm going to tell you in a second how much it is. Yeah. I, mean, I can check on the inside. No, not like that. Not like this, eh? Because, uh, because she's, she told me, she let me know she got. She got. No, I didn't fit this. She's just the, the one she told me. She told me uh, later on she changed her problem, her health problem. She got a uh, GP appointment. Okay, I'm busy now. I'm going to talk, okay? Bye.
1: Was my London trip? Oh my god! What a week! <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, hang on. I have to get my head around that
1: now. <laughs> I, I I have hundreds of photos, right? I
6: can imagine. But then,
1: yeah, you know me, I'm trigger happy. But this collage that I, that I went around getting bits for, and then we edited it together. Um, I think it can really. Picks the most memorable moments. There were loads more, but unfortunately, I didn't take my phone out to record anything. Uh, but this, whatever I have, whatever there is here, is brilliant. I love it.
0: Okay, so basically, there was. Um well, you were on the London Eye, and then yes, uh,
1: the not on the Eye because the oh, Eye has yeah. uh, been closed for uh, renovate, not renovations, refurbishment or maintenance. And uh, I and then I saw the okay. This is my personal opinion. Now that I'm going to say a disclaimer alert. There's Coca-Cola ads branding all over the damn London Eye, and I'm not a fan of Coca-Cola, so I'm glad that I just didn't get to go okay. on that.
0: <laughs> I really enjoyed the guy who was uh, who where were you near Oxford
1: Circus or something? And yeah, he was like. What are you doing? There is no point. Selfridges. Uh, what was he shouting about that, shoes? Like, yeah, why are yeah. You shoes? Are it's, you crazy? He was he was using keywords like materialism, capitalistic, and he was just he was right outside the entrance of Selfridges, literally outside the entrance and of Selfridges. And you
0: go into Selfridges. Yes, I do because and look at one thousand. 700
1: pound Gucci bags. They were beautiful. There was not a hell there was no chance in hell that we were gonna get it. But it was just it was just crazy. The right from the sales pitch to the loving fellow who was saying that, Oh, you live in Cork. My friend lives in Cork. I don't know why this is this is great. I'd rather stand here and look and chat with you than buy this damn bag. And what, what
0: what what was the vibe? In London city in general, And the part, what what part were you so, in mainly? Yeah,
1: we stayed in Camden. Okay. In Camden Town, and but we would go around. We obviously t- so I see I'm from India, so I love getting on the train and on the local train. Mm. So getting onto the tube just it was like amazing, and so just go around the city. And I wasn't in a very touristy kind of mood anyway. So I re- the one place I wanted to go to. is is to Trafalgar Square because lots of Bollywood songs are shot in Trafalgar Square. And so I'm like, oh, I have to go to the square. And then when I go to the square, it was kind of underwhelming, which is sad. I was like, oh, lion, great. Fountain, great. Mm. But the funny thing about Trafalgar Square was there was a bunch of kids in their school uniform who obviously skipped school and they they went and they climbed one of the statues and they were actually flashing their ass and everything. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's great. I love it. I'm like, I'm, my friend was, and she's like, Ethan will never do that, my son. And I'm like, oh well, Ethan is my son and he might actually be one of the, you know, <laughs> people who would do that. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh well, yeah, so Did you see
0: any music or gigs or no. go out and do stuff, uh, eat some good food? You were I speaking ate, to a lady from Burma.
4: Yeah, what,
1: we we tried Burmese restaurant, okay. uh, food in a Burmese restaurant. And there's only two Burmese restaurants in London. And this one was called the Shan State. It was it was in Chinatown. And she was very lovely and she gave us all this amazing knowledge about Burma. So I, I was like, yay, I had to go all the way to London to have Bur- Burmese food, which is just speaks of volumes of the diversity in the city. Mm. So it was great. It's so diverse that almost everybody I dealt with right from the moment I landed were all you know people of diff- who who have different ethnic backgrounds there was only one person at the last day when i went to sainsburys the lady at the till was of english descent whereas everyone that i dealt with whether i went to the pub whether i was walking around town buying coffee on on, on the uh, south bank or wherever it was they were all diff- you know people from different parts of the world or second generation or third generation but yeah and i was like that's crazy whereas in cork you you know at least every third person is you know from some part of ireland right So you're like, okay, everybody is working and everybody... So I'm like, where are all the English people? Why are they not working? What's this about? (laughs) Yeah, so that was my take on it. Yeah.
0: Is it nice to be back?
1: Yes, it is nice to be back. Um, it was hard to get to the country because the immigration sy- the system is so hard. And it's really hard to get a visa for for me because I have an Indian passport. I have to go all the way to Dublin. to put in my first of all put in an online application, then get an appointment and go travel to Dublin. And again, it's not even in the city. You have to go somewhere really far away to a uh, IT or a business park, and then you wait there. And then you know and then you come back then and then the passport is then sent uh, in the post to you and so that's hard but guess what because i'm traveling from cork and then i get into terminal 2 at heathrow there is no immigration check So not one English immigration officer looked at my passport. After all that. I know. The only person who checked my passport was the Aer Lingus lady in Cork Airport. If if I didn't have the visa, she wouldn't let me go on board. But, you know, I'm like, she's not really an immigration officer. But, you know, I'm so used to the old school where there's an immigration officer. They check the passport. They ask you hard questions. They look very intimidating. None of that. None of that happened because I landed in T2. And I was just like, damn it. terminator too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so once I crossed the gates and got into the city, right from this, right from the taxi from Heathrow into the city, um, it was it was so pleasant. It's, it's a pretty cool city, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, gotta push on, Joe I know, Joanna. Yes, I'm gonna call you that when I'm like need you to wind down onto
1: another topic. Yeah, Joanna. Yeah, everybody does that. <laughs> Every, everybody like when they wanna give out to me, calls me Joanna. I'm not What's giving it. I'm Joanna. not giving it. Yeah, what?
2: What's your middle? name, Joanna? I
1: don't have a middle name.
2: Oh, I see. So you can't be like Joanna something Dukapati? No, no,
1: no. I'm just mm. Joanna Dukapati. I see. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I want to introduce introduce our, our next segment. I was down in a beautiful beach along the south coast of Cork there on Sunday. Rocky Bay, it's called. And those with some pals of mine. Uh, one of them is a fantastic singer-songwriter and guitarist, Leo Milan, from Y'all and uh, myself and Leo said it would be a really nice spot just to do an interview have a bit of a chat about uh, I suppose Leo's experience as a musician um how he got into it um, and where he'd like to take his music so yeah just have a listen and I'll tell you a little bit more about uh Leo's uh music after we have a listen enjoy when did you start playing
8: um got a guitar when oh, no, I was ten. But it was right-handed guitar, because I, I played left-handed guitar, but my dad forgot his <laughs> left hand. But then he got me a nice, went up to Carolee's and got me a really, really nice kind of upper guitar. And then, But it was kind of there collecting bus for a few years, you know, mm. and really kept bitten by the bug at the start.
0: Did your dad play, or did anyone
8: play? Um, I played when he was younger, yeah. His kind of hands got messed up from working, and I uh, kind of had a work accent when he was young and stuff. But he always liked music, and my mother liked music, so he was supportive. I'd say, yeah. just trying to get us to play. Players don't even want to. Yeah, it wasn't until I was like maybe 13 or 14 that I really got into it, and I started going into a UCAF. Lots of a few friends started. were going down, and then I followed, followed them, and set up a few bands just jamming.
0: Was there many of your friends into it and stuff, or was a few in
8: class? Yeah, yeah one lad that I still play with in a band that was in my class and he was going down and he was writing songs and stuff around that age so kind of just did it this. Was That's
0: there many thing. people around like in, in y'all at that time that were that you could look up to and say you know, yeah, some people really, on the local geeks scene. some very good
8: musicians, yeah yeah, like say, there was one main facilitator, um, Bobby Lee who was down there and he um, he was super, yeah he's just used to it wasn't like one-on-one lessons or anything or any any kind of controls yeah um, facilitating it was just him just hanging out with you and what you wanted to do you could just do like and so you could just blast on the drums or you could just do whatever or you could sit down and write a song or if you were curious about anything mainly you just sing a song and that's how i learned just by looking at what he was doing on the guitar and, been very inspired by the sound and I really loved the sound so I go home and try to replicate it by just the shapes that I saw mm. so that was that was a nice way to learn I think instead of actually sitting down with him and that would have been good too is, you, know, you does can learn it that takes, way too. like generally or do you think
0: he you does now, up a rapport at that time?
8: At that time, I think that's that's kind of what I needed. I, I did a few guitar lessons, but it never really benefited me. Kind of sitting down one to one, I preferred kind of slipping in the background. Mm. With it, there was a good few group. There was a good group of us, you know, and I just liked slipping in the background and kind of watching them and being quiet and saying nothing, but still watching them make like a hawk and you know going home and doing it on my own merch. I liked being able to do it on my own terms, mm. but still took a lot from those those meetings it was, I think it was every every Thursday I used to that was for years so I liked a lot at that time and he introduced me to a lot of music that I um, fell in love with like John Merritt and Nick Drake and all this kind of stuff so that was very influential yeah. and
0: Did you like imagine doing this when you were really young?
8: Um, well yeah around that time like I was in secondary school and I didn't like that and so then I became really in love with the music. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember having like, a clash a lot with my dad about leaving school, because I wanted to, when I was in first year or second year, I wasn't getting on at all. So I was like, he was like what are you going to do? I was like, music, you know, and he kind of laughed at me. He was like, you're not, like, <laughs> you know, be real. But, um, yeah, so I remember I was 13, 14 when I said that, probably, yeah. I think I was the first year.
4: Well, that's so, that's
0: pretty.
8: Yeah, and then I left. I forthright
0: left. and and very.
8: Yeah, I was, I was pretty uh, sure then. Yeah.
0: Sure of yourself at that at that stage, you know,
8: to say yeah. no, that's what I want to do. Like. Yeah, cause I was doing it. Like, and I remember when it's I think it was round then I did my first show. They used to have like a town show. Um, every year in the town, in um, the big hotel, but um, I never kind of entered. But I, I used to like. Um, be part of the backing band mm. for them, so I always enjoyed that, and I always enjoyed arranging the songs, learning the songs, but not really being kind of out front or anything, because I wasn't singing at that time or anything. I was just playing guitar. The then I started getting into singing, and because Bobby's a great songwriter too, so I kind of fell in love with the idea of well, you could write your own songs and stuff. So he used to play, he used to play many of his own songs to us and stuff. So that was that was nice
0: do you have any thoughts around what motivated you to just get out front and sing, did you feel a push towards getting out and doing that, was that
8: Um, a natural feeling well around that time I was very shy and I didn't really like um, um, being out front but I I did like playing playing with people but but what mainly got me singing was um, writing songs I I wrote my first song when I was 15 so I, I just needed to sing it so that was the first thing I sang yeah, and then it's just spiraled from there. But I don't, I don't know what drove me to do what I do now, like be a front, front singer yeah, be out front, because I could just do the playing guitar behind people, mm. which I like to. Um, yeah,
0: like, well, do you have any thoughts on band structure, where yeah. and a lot of marketing within the music industry is really focused on a front man? How does that work when you're... In a band, like as a drummer or a guitarist.
8: Yeah, well, every band. Every band has a different dynamic, like so. Like if you, even if you look at big bands from the seventies or whatever, like iconic bands, there's still like a lot of pull to the drummer or the bass player because they have their own charisma or their own. That's true. Yeah. Allure, like you know, yeah. it'd still they still be house, household names as well, like you know, Jimmy Page or whatever, whoever, because they brought their unique sound. I think it's more geared towards front people now because there's this whole Factor thing and all that, so it's mainly just it's more like a brand, you know, if you're like a Dale or Beyonce or all these one person things, and then a band behind them is whatever it is, it's just fluctuating, coming and going, and mm. it's more about the singer.
0: A lot of people just get really hung up on that, so I'm always curious about what it's like when you're in a band and how you kind of how people deal with that, you know. Yeah. and sticking like is it hard to stick together or, like to keep a band together like in terms of your experience now over the years
8: well i haven't been in many bands for a long long term or anything but um i've like had one kind of original band in college but that's a bit different because you're all in college and that kind of pulls you all together automatically and then so because the main thing i found hard outside that is arranging people's time everyone has their own thing going on and a lot of people at this stage of it are in other bands and or they might play covers on the side especially Mm -hmm. if you're doing original bands people still have to kind of or feel the pull to yeah get get money obviously i suppose and do cover gigs and stuff so they're not really around to meet up on and work on original an original set and put effort into that for because when they're getting no money really for original gigs, yeah. But I think if people commit to it, then they can. But it's a long, it's a long haul thing, yeah. And they have to be really into it, so
7: um, it's hard um,
0: finding people on the same page, definitely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, to
8: commit to it, just need commitment really and meet up once a week. And.
0: Is that a goal of yours?
8: Yeah, no, I'd love to have an original band, say, like I do a lot of cover gigs at the moment, but like mainly. I'd, I'd see myself as a writer and I love doing, I love arranging original songs and stuff. But say say the band I was in was, there was, um, two of us were writers and singers, so we'd kind of fluctuate. So I like bands like that, where there's no real set, front man, kind of like, you know, Crosby, Sills and Ash or something, you know, it's where it's just uh, more uh, collective, and lots of harmonies and just a band. Mm. It's like one person, or one singer, or, or one style. Cause um, Jake, other fell in the band, had a totally different style, and but it kind of we met someone in the middle, and it kind of complimented, let's say. So it was nice to have the dynamic of that. So yeah, it's straight to a band like that. That'd be perfect, I think. Yeah.
0: Have you had? Can you think of a really memorable gig or experience that you just, where everything just clicked, and you're like, yes, this is what I this is why I'm doing this
8: yeah I've had a few like geeks geeks yeah playing with them for a kind of end of year show was great because we we were really tight and we because we've been playing with each other for the whole year and um, we really knew the songs and um, we really liked the songs and then and it was only we only had to do like three songs because there was a lot of other acts so we had everything worked out kind of what we were going to say and we kind of really comfortable yeah. with each other because we've been doing it for the whole year. And,
0: and when you say end of year show, what was that for?
8: Well, it was, it was part of the college show, so uh, Steph and Eiffel okay. had, had their end of the year. So um, there was a lot of writers in the year, so people were playing their own songs and stuff, and I think we were around, around the end of the show or whatever.
0: So you studied there for one year, or
8: two years? I did two years, yeah, oh. the two years, I finished last year.
0: And so had you done it. music, um, like throughout secondary school, or when you? I hated in music it. in
8: secondary did school. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I <fucking> hated,
0: yeah. <laughs> Why?
8: Because it was really like we didn't, we never got to play, and um, um, yeah, it was all in the books, and it was all music appreciation or music, talking about it, a lot of talking about it. Yeah, because I, I left school when I was 15, so that was just before the June cert, or yeah, I, I did the June cert, and then um, we had. Uh, to learn two pieces for a junior cert and I did that that was about it yeah that was the only time we really got to play when we were learning those pieces for the exam so yeah, I just didn't like it it was the class I dodged the most
3: so
0: well,
4: weird isn't it Did
8: see me like once a month <laughs> 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 if, if even yeah, yeah but then I, but when I did that course then in, in CSN it was lovely because there's a lot of playing and it's a bit there uh, bit of theory as well a good bit in second year especially but, um, but yeah you get to set up bands and you get to it's a general music course so you, they touched on songwriting they touched on the business side you know of Imro and you know all your rights and copyright and all this stuff mm. and then they touched on sound sound engineering recording and stuff which I, I love doing too I love that world as well of recording and stuff and um, So yeah, it was great to have such a general thing and then being around such like-minded people who are musicians, musicians kind of thing, not just um, there to, just for a study sake and not really practical, it was a very practical, hands-on, engaging course, so Mm. it was nice to be in that world, it's pretty active, kinda we're immersed in it for a few, full year, two years.
0: Um, I've heard a lot of more folky, um, inspired Mm. work. But yeah. where do you see Do you hope to continue that Or is it Do you have thoughts about that Where you well, see I, yourself going I've kind of like?
8: like a lot of songs I've written now Have been kind of Going back a year or two And um, I suppose they've been Rooted in folk Kind of singer-songwriter stuff Like m- More John Merton Kind of Neil Young vein, But they're just uh,
0: so I've generally heard you Just playing acoustically I haven't really heard yeah. you Plugged in Or on electric guitar and stuff Like yeah. so
8: I suppose but now of late I've been listening to a lot of more kind of world music and different rhythms I, I love rhythm driven stuff and grooves and um, but to blend that I think is a dream yeah and I like kind of yeah I think with a band you there's a bit more scope like so you can um, do a lot more things it gives you a bit more of a range when it's just you and guitar you can't really take it beyond that it's hard anyway you can do a lot with it it's a very versatile thing, but um, with a band you can—it's a lot stronger. Yeah, band. no, it's it takes totally it, true. It takes it somewhere else. Yeah. So I'd like to.
0: And you have the foundations of that built up with the current um, musicians you play with, like Yasser, Yeah, Ines and um, Dara O'Brien and stuff. Like yeah,
8: yeah. No, if even in the last year or two, I've been playing with some really cool musicians and different instruments, you know, like yasser and djembe and there uh, and sitar and stuff. It's great to bring them in and if I could do something with that as well. Yeah. Around a core of maybe just guitar, bass, drums, you know. Yeah. And, you know, keyboard and you know, I love harmonies in music, so i love I'd love a harmony-based band. Yeah, maybe another songwriter and stuff. Yeah, get me, my old pal Jake. He was in the band in college and kind of grew up with him as well in in the in y'all. So we we have a good chemistry as well with, with music and stuff. So it's nice to play with someone and I play with him in the covers band, so it's nice to play with someone that you're really kind of just familiar and he's like a an old pair of boots you know he yeah. kind of kicks <laughs> in anything like and we know the shapes and we know how to play. am still good here. Was the red light supposed to be on? <laughs> <laughs> cool.
0: Nice one, Leo. Thanks. We um, were saying there we might do an old tune. Do you think we can oh, yeah.
8: pull something
6: off?
8: I don't know if he only knew where we were. We're in a cave now somewhere. Yeah,
0: we're in a cave in Rocky Bay, um, which is just on the south coast of Cork. About, what, 20, 30, 20 miles from the city? And um, Pat Byrne is here too. Hi, Pat.
8: <laughs>
5: I've been quiet for the
0: last You have done very well. Thank you, you very much. Thanks seven. very much.
2: Take the pictures of the Rocky Bay cave interview and they're gonna post them on Facebook
4: for all to oh, yeah. see. <laughs> and the uh, this looks good, so it'll go out soon. Okay. <laughs> Join in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. 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 That way it makes sense there somewhere.
4: Sometimes we die, to see what's beneath us, sometimes we solve to reach what we dream up. sometimes we try too hard to believe in whatever we will count. You were out of my sight, you were inside my mind You were at my sight, you were inside my mind You were at of my sight, you were inside my mind Out of my sight, to inside my mind To of my sight, to inside me Sometimes we dive to see what's beneath us Sometimes we soar to reach what we dream of Sometimes we try too hard to heart me. Whatever will carry us on. You are out of my, my sight, you are inside of mine. You are out of my sight, you are inside. You're at my, my side, it's you answer.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> love that.
0: Oh, that was a really, really nice um that was such a nice experience.
1: Yeah. Um he seems really like a person who doesn't like to talk too much.
0: No, I think that's the most I've ever heard Leo talk in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the cave and the oceans it just yeah. opens people up. It yeah. was really nice. So thank you so much, Leo, for your time on Sunday. It was really, really good to talk to you. Um and for a little more about his music Leo Milan is uh, his artist name and you can find Leo has a page on Facebook Um, he also is doing a lot of gigs with a group called Shambula Mm -hmm. at the moment and Shambula also have a a really good Facebook page they've been posting brilliant brilliant videos of some of their covers they're just they're exquisite like they're really really excellent band Uh, they play in Reardon's quite a lot Um, I know Leo like posts Details of his gigs and stuff like that on Facebook quite a lot, so you can find out about all his music there. And please do go to his page, listen to his tracks. I think he's um, hoping to record in the very near future. He's got a lot of really, really beautiful songs. He's just an exquisite player, so. Um, and he plays the guitar, you know. or he is a guitarist, right? Yeah, he's he's just gifted with it. Like it's yeah. incredible. Uh, so yeah, it was really really cool. Good way to spend a Sunday afternoon. I yeah. Have to say yeah.
1: So. Um, time for you... a track yeah, yeah we
0: should be able to get a track in here quickly uh, yes I picked one by Lauren Lauren Hill do up that thing
6: girls you know you better watch, watch out. out some guys
9: Your friend, the one you let hit it and never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to bend your You act like you ain't him, they give him a little trim yeah. to begin. Now you think you really going for pretend yeah. like you wasn't down and you called him again. Yeah. Plus, when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. Yeah. If you did it then, then you probably can yeah. Talking out your neck saying you're a Christian. Slam sleeping with the gin, now that was the sin that did Jezebel, in. who you gonna tell when the repercussions spin, showing off your ass, cause you thinking it's a trend, girlfriend Let me break it down for you again, you know I only say cause I'm truly genuine Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gin, baby girl, respect is just the minimum but you still defending them now, Lauren is only human Don't think I haven't been through the same predicament, let it sit inside your head like a million women Philly, Philly it's silly when girls sell their souls because it's oh, sin, in. look at where you be in, hair weaves like You're Europeans, fake nails done by Koreans, come again, oh, Yeah. Again. All concerned with his rims and his timbs and his women Him and his men, come in the club like fans. Don't care who that you fed, Papa Yang like you got, yeah. Let's Stop pretend, the one to pack pissed out by the waist, man Chris out by the case, man. Still, Still the name, name of the basement. basement, the pretty face man Boy. Claiming that they did a bit, man Need to take care of their three or four kids Been the face in court case when the child support's late Money taking, heart breaking, now you wonder why women hate men The, man. the man. sneaky, silent, man The punk, violence, man The quick gonna and them stop acting like boys and be men How you going win when you ain't right? right within, how you gonna win when you ain't right within, Uh uh-uh, come again.
0: Welcome back to the show. Great track there from Lauren Hill. Love, Love that her. One. Love yeah, her. Sassy lady. Mm. Um, Joe, there was something that I wanted to tell you about today. Oh, it hit me. The oldest cow in Ireland
1: died today. Oh no! I know. How old is? How old? Thirty three. Okay, what is the that's that's a lot, okay? Because I'm incredible. I, like, I, I know I'm 34, so I'm sure there's a difference now between human years and cow yeah, years. I don't know,
0: like if it's seven years like it is for cats and dogs or something, but yeah, that's pretty epic. I think the oldest cow in history was like a cow from Kerry mm. who was 48 when he died or something. Oh, she sorry, yeah, cows are female. Yeah, 48. yeah, it was uh, down in Kilty Clon- or something. Oh no. I know. I can't believe it. I was well, like, I hope- a random article to find? Uh, do you know her name? No, it no. wasn't there. No, it was an Angus cow, and okay. it was like
1: DC's farm or something in Kilkelly. Okay. Yeah. Well, our heart goes out to the family. Yeah, I think she had a heart after attack.
0: Her. Oh, cows like, can get heart attacks. Yeah, the cow, the farmer just came out this morning or yesterday morning, and she was lying on her back with her
1: head all. Like, oh no, that's out. very sad. Good luck, curtains. Yeah, it's pretty good innings, like. Well, I hope she had a safe passage to wherever she was going after. Bye bye, old old cow. Uh, And on a happier note, because we both like physics and space and stuff, apparently on this day, was it in 1848, that uh, the first lunar probe was sent out by the Japanese. Ooh. Yeah. The first one? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese sent out a lunar probe, which is obviously a probe that goes around the moon or to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lunar being the key Key word word here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so that's that. So we had trivia today. We had nice music today and we're very happy that we spent an hour finally after weeks together in the studio. Yeah. So next week we don't know what we'll have, but we'll have something awesome.
0: Yeah. Something's gonna come up. Yeah. Um this weekend is it this weekend? No, No, it's it's next weekend weekend. is for the block party. Yes. Looking forward to that. I really that'll be a really, really good weekend. So yeah, just Where is the box office? Uh, St. Peter's Church on North ah, Main Street. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah. they have their tickets and stuff are available. And like, I was looking at the prices today and they're it's really tenor reasonable at the max, like, or six yeah. or seven quid. Yeah. The
1: ex- most the s- expensive ticket is for ten.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. Like, it's really affordable. So if you want to go see a few gigs, it's really nice. Yeah,
1: I'm interested in that poetry dispenser.
0: Yeah, that sounds mad. Actually, something
1: is about that last week. <laughs> and uh, Julie Goo is going to be there. So Ooh, that'd be great. Julie Goo Goo. I love her. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um. Okay, well, I think that we better wrap up for today. Yes. So thanks so much for you thanks so much to you Joe. thank and you too Eimear thanks so Eimer. much Kieran for thank producing
6: you, Kieran. no problem
0: yeah. um, so we're going to leave with a track from the mighty Bjork um, from her album Medulla it's called Who Is It Good night, everyone bye
1: Good night.
7: his embrace a oh. fortress me oh, and places God. a skeleton of trust.